This is episode 123 of the Ottawa Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell. And our guest today is somebody you might have seen on Jeopardy about a month ago, uh, Grant McSheffrey. How's it going, Grant? It's going pretty well. How, how, you- how does that sound to you, somebody who was once on Jeopardy? Uh... I, I mean, know you more I, than that. When but. I got the <laughs> thanks. <laughs> when I got the phone call and I found out that I was going to be on the show, yep. like the one thing I was desperately hoping was that I could win one game because okay. I knew that if I if I won a game from that moment on, I could always say I'm a Jeopardy champion. Right, That's like, fair. Yeah, to be able like to, and you know the first time I heard that, you know, as soon as I won the first game, the the contestant coordinator is like, "All right, champ." Got to go. I'm like, champ. So, <laughs> you know okay, what? I got to hurry. <laughs> so, that's where I went wrong. I'm here with Jeopardy champion, Grant <laughs> McSheffrey. <laughs> so, Grant, I want to talk about all the things that, uh, you know, you do around the city, including your time on Jeopardy. But first, uh, let's chat about uh, what we're drinking today. Rob, what are we drinking? Today, we are drinking a beer from Beyond the Pale. This is, apparently, this is this is much bigger than I, than I realized when we first got it. But this is the culmination of... a fairly long running experiment in in terms of coming up with a pale ale from beyond the pale so it's called the pale ale project and i, I apparently you've tried this before grant so uh i don't know they they went through apparently it says eight previous pilot batches trying different combinations seeing what was the best pale ale they could make out of out of those possible uh, combinations and this is what they came up with yeah, well, Beyond the Pale is kind of my, my local brewery. I'm out in Westboro. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love that place. And, yeah, I remember I, I got to try three of the different, you know, Pale Ale projects that they had come mm-hmm. up with. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they were they were all pretty good. There was one of them that I wasn't a huge fan of. But, I mean, pretty much everything those guys come up with is fantastic. And, yeah, the one they ended up picking and, you know, you can get it in LCBOs and stuff. Right. So, it's clearly it's been popular and I, I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you're, you're aware that uh that beyond the pale is moving as well right or not moving opening a second location yeah well i don't know it's it's one of those things that i've been hearing about this for so long (laughs) yeah yeah that's true true. and then there were rules about where they could have retail as opposed to brewing and right i i stopped paying attention (laughs) when it happens i'll yeah (laughs) then it'll be fine i think it's still projected for sometime in 2017 i think maybe later summer if not mistaken i called recently and i was asking if they did you know a brewery tour or anything and uh they will at their new location and they said probably sometime i want to say august but but uh it's exciting because again it's another instance of where the craft scene is growing uh growing a bit in in ottawa which is kind of cool so what do you think of this incarnation or the final version of the Pale Ale project here? Which yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, there are so many, you know, so many of the craft breweries these days tend to go for just crazy amount of hops, which, yeah. you know, it's nice. You know, you get tons of flavor and stuff, but, you know, it's nice to have an alternative that isn't quite so, you know, in your face about it. And, yeah. you know, just like, ah, oh, it's, you know, nice sipping beer and, you know, nice for a summer day. And yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I like it. Nice and, you know, kind of crisp and. Yeah, it's got flavor, but isn't like overwhelming. Yeah, I, I feel the same way, and also in that I wouldn't mind having a second one, and I don't often feel that way about uh, you know having a yeah. tall boy or something, right? Right. But uh, Rob, what do you think? I am a fan in that. Well, I, <laughs> are you? A so fan? Ke- no, <laughs> sound so like it. I always compare myself, whether purposefully or not, to Keegan, who hates hops. Like he doesn't really like the taste of hops. Whereas I kind of, I do look. appreciate. Yikes! <laughs> I do appreciate the taste of hops when you get to an IPA, where you actually have that hop like the kind of dry hop flavor okay and uh so i i like this one it's got that citrus uh it's got the citra hop like we had the one we had two weeks ago yes that's right again so it's got that kind of citrusy taste which i like again coming into spring and summer you want that 
like the citrus is something that I don't mind at all. So okay, interesting. And Keegan, I will preface this by saying I'm having trouble hearing my. I'm cutting in and out in my. <laughs> headphones so <laughs> this might just be nonsense whatever i'm saying but <laughs> I, I uh yeah as we said i'm not a fan of hops but i am a huge fan of beyond the pale and i love the darkness and just like what they do they're just like a really they're really nice every time i go in they're super friendly and it was also like one of the first craft beer places i ever went to okay so i have uh, and i think that's you know not maybe not tons of people but a lot of people are you know have brand loyalty to these craft breweries and so i would probably order this at a bar if it was the only beyond pale thing they had i would order it in spite of me not liking hops hmm. really you would do it not because of the beer but because of the brewery yeah i do, I do that a lot with um like what's one like pink fuzz for example i don't i'm not like a huge fan of pink fuzz it's, it's really really bitter but if i i always order it when i i see it at a bar hmm. really that's, that's loyalty yeah. that is loyalty yeah. that's kind of nice I just don't like beer in general, really. So <laughs> this is what we're learning. It's kind of strange. Can't go completely. You like wrong. some. You like stouts and darker yeah. beers, but yeah, I like that beer Smirnoff Ice. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that's. Just, I'm going to move on from that. <laughs> Grant, uh, tell us a bit about yourself before we get to the Jeopardy side of things. Tell, like, where, where where are you from? First of all, uh, so I grew up in Ottawa. I've only ever lived in Ottawa. So okay. for like first few years of my life, I was in Aylmer, but uh, okay. that was until I was like three. So I never really remembered that. Yep. Mostly I grew up in Canada and yeah, I kind of, you know, got to grow up and just, you know, seeing the city changing all around me. So, you know, yeah, I started at a brand new elementary school when I was in grade four and it wasn't ready yet. So we spent half a year at another school kind of sharing, you know, George Vanier before Holy Redeemer was ready. And then when it was time for high school, then it was, okay, well, the school's not ready because it hasn't been quite uh-huh. built yet. And so now you're going to share St. Paul's with them, but we can't fit you all in. So we're actually going to split the entire day. So all the St. Paul's kids, they need to show up to school at like 7 a.m. Oh, and then they're done at no, noon. Wow. You guys can show up at 1230 and go until 5. I'm like, what? This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> For a teenager, this was just oh, that's Yeah, awesome. that's gold. And especially because I had cousins who were attending St. Paul's. Sure. So I'd show up at 1230. Yep. And they would try laughing at me. Ha ha, our day is done. Like, you're exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All I slept in. Sleep. I've been in love and life for the past like five hours <laughs> while you're at school. <laughs> I had never heard that. Did that go on for a long time? Uh, it was about half a year. Okay. So, so yeah, that's not, not, long, not it's long, long enough. Yeah, long enough. So, ah. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun. And, you know, just, you know, growing up in Canada, just everything was always new because yeah. nothing really existed there before. So right. Sure. And growing not that up, long ago, at least. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> growing up in uh, in Canada, what were, you know, some of the go-to spots? Uh, for you, most of the, you know, most of the go-to spots when you're growing up, growing up in Canada were to leave Canada. So it was like, <laughs> you know, it was like okay, like, Oh, we're going to the Hazeldean mall. Like, Oh, this is <laughs> terrible. Like, Can we go to Bayshore? That's a cool mall. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Very cool. And yeah. I mean, it was, you know, to be able to go downtown, you know, when I was allowed to take the bus on my own, like, Oh, I can take the 97. I can actually like, you know, go yeah. downtown. Like that, that was freedom. You're you know? really excited. What right. yeah. yeah. But yeah, basically, <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but you know, growing up then it was, you know, if you're in Canada, then, you know, there were lots of parks and, you know, lots of forests and, you know, a pond nearby. So, you know, you could go, you know, you can go skating on the pond in the winter and, yep. you know, go like catching, you know, snakes and stuff, you sure. know, when you're a little kid, just turning over boulders. And yeah, yeah. so that, you know, there was a good amount of that and, you know, I could go mountain biking when I got older. So it's, yep. you know, there was, you know, there was stuff there. I like, I, I make fun of it, but yeah. no, you know, it? it was fun. Okay. Is there I, still a lot of green space in Canada? Because you see that sometimes when it gets built up so fast, you would think 
a lot of that green space is is gone but that's not the case is that, is that well so a lot of it is okay. unfortunately um you know like the places where i used to catch snakes mm-hmm. it's you know well that ended up being my high school right. and yeah, you know yeah. some of the places where i went mountain biking that's you know the canada centrum and mm-hmm. you know I, i'm some of the stuff is still there like around the, there's a beaver pond up in north canada and okay. there's still lots of trails around there which is really nice mm-hmm. but some of the other you know sort of you know more off the beaten track kind of stuff that ended up becoming you know housing development right, so yeah. it's there, there definitely is some stuff there, but nothing at all like what it used to be. No, yeah. and, and it couldn't possibly be, obviously. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And and so you stuck around the city. So you know, what 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 did you do? What, what did you like? What what was your path to to what you're doing right now, and including what you're doing right now? Yeah. So I mean, when I was in high school, I knew that I wanted to do you know either I was computer science or finance. I was kind of going back and forth as, yep. to the two of them, and then Carlton had a program where I could do computer science with a business sort of stream and so okay. get a minor business I'm like all right well that's pretty much exactly what i want so <laughs> well, yeah i guess i'm going there so i applied to other places just because they you know they had three spots to write down yeah, like, all right yeah, well sure. i'll apply to other places but the easiest one to get into is the one i want to get into so it's, oh, yeah so you might as well <laughs> so yeah i guess i'm going to carlton so. interesting okay yeah so bad. i ended up there and yeah and then uh, i was doing a co-op placement and and they ended up offering me they said well are you going back to school I'm like well yeah i'm like I just finished like second year, like a yeah. person going back to school. And then they're like, all right, well, we're going to have an offer for you. I don't think you're going to say no. Like, all right. And then the next morning or then on the Monday morning, I got this package. I'm like, okay. And like, oh, wow, this is a good deal. They're <laughs> saying that I can work 30 hours a week instead of 40, just, you know, have a slightly lower salary. And if I want to do classes in the middle of the day, I can just take off and then come back. Oh. Well, yeah, I yeah. You know <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that job. And then uh, after... Like I guess one and a half semesters of that. Yeah. Well, first of all, it, there was so much work to do that I ended up like working more than forty hours a week you know, right, for my yeah. thirty, and so I dropped down to one class at a time. And then halfway into a second semester, they went out of business. Oh, <laughs> all right, yikes! <laughs> so it was halfway into a semester. I couldn't go back to school full time, and now I didn't. You know, obviously, I'm not going to find another company that's just going to give me this ridiculously mm. sweet deal. So, oh, yeah. I just had to find another job, and then sure. I applied all over, and Ottawa was where I ended up finding a place. So, okay, that's where I ended up staying. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. So, okay, very cool. And with that, uh, well, well, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm holding off. It's like uh, we we teased the whole Jeopardy thing. <laughs> People are glamoring for it. Yeah, I know, eh? But you know. In that time, you know, what what are some of the big changes you notice about the the city, or or, or or you know things that that you would do in your spare time between you know then and now that might have contributed to some of the success that we'll talk about soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like the you know the city has just kind of grown up. You know, it's yeah. just it's amazing. You know, thinking back, to, you know, when I was younger, and like there were there were places to go, but it. I guess it, things didn't seem quite as interesting as they are now. You know, it's just yeah. now there's just so many different restaurants and just so many like cool places to go and just so many different things that I wouldn't have thought of before. And, sure. you know, um, you know, it's like, okay, there's like a crazy cool taco bar. I'm like, what? Like, okay, right. sure, let's go. Like, oh, this is amazing. Like, this yeah. is totally, yeah, you know, yeah. totally worth it. the hype. And, you know, it's, you know, seeing, you know, live music and stuff cool. and, um, I don't know, like even, you know, just for, you know, trivia, you know, it's, they've had trivia. Like I remember they used to have, you know, MTN trivia that would be on TVs that you could play along with Little Machine. I'm like, okay, sure. this was okay. Yep. And now there's an Ottawa trivia league that 
is in you know dozens of different bars around the city. Pretty yeah. much every, any night of the week, exactly. you can mm-hmm. go and yeah. play trivia, and it's really well run. It's all in Ottawa, and yeah. you know that just didn't exist before. Totally, mm-hmm. and it's it's fantastic having things like yeah. that. Like yeah. I was talking to somebody who was also in Jeopardy, but they're from Miami. Yeah. And Miami's a gigantic city. And they're like, yeah. yeah, no, we'd have nothing at all like that here. Really? But hmm. Ottawa, you know, it's, you know, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. hundreds or thousands of people who are playing trivia every yeah, weekend. Yeah. Interesting. You know, it's it's something that I kind of took for granted. I didn't realize, like, no, this is actually a really rare thing. You know, this oh. is something that's, it's really built up here and it's really well done. But sure. you don't necessarily have it in other cities. No, so I, I, I hadn't realized that either. Yeah. Okay. Grant, would you say you terrorize a bar when you walk into a, <laughs> a trivia thing? People are quaking when they see you. So our the trivia team that I play with, we were well, we were called I Lost on Jeopardy, and we actually so we we actually already we had somebody who had been on Jeopardy oh, who was wow. on our team. So wow. I was like, all right, wow, we have somebody on Jeopardy, and yeah, you know, we we generally do pretty well, but I mean, we don't you know dominate at all. But mm-hmm. now though, it's like all right, now we have two people on Jeopardy who've been on Jeopardy, like yeah. yeah. All right, now we have a serious target <laughs> on our backs. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, totally. we, yeah if That's we don't win, like, no, no, it's, come on. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> They're going to be dancing on our graves. <laughs> okay. Are, are, you, are you sometimes often successful? Uh, we generally do pretty well. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, I mean, the, the other thing is, though, that, like the way that the league is run, that if as you keep winning you end up with a handicap so it's you know to, it evens things out somewhat yeah. so oh, that that's smart. it's yeah. not just the same team that wins every which, time which i appreciate mm. i get that yeah and okay. you know across the city i mean we generally don't win yeah um, okay interesting so. okay so now let's let's get to it the uh how did being on jeopardy how did that experience even start like is there an application process is there you know walk us through it yeah, so they uh, a while back they introduced uh, an online test that you could take once a year. So it used to be that you had to get yourself to LA, or they would have some traveling auditions. But uh, you know, it was really hard, and I yeah. just you know, mm. like, all right, I'm not flying to LA just to try it for a game show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then they brought in an online test, so it was all right once a year, get to try it, and then um, yeah, so I did it. I'd done it a few times before, and I the first time I tried it, I ended up getting an audition and went down to New York. And nice. you know, you write the basically you do 50 questions online. Now it's uh, then you show up in person. All right, let's do 50 other questions just to prove that you weren't cheating when you were right. you know, doing it. Yeah, sure, yeah, that's fair. And then you stand up, and you know, you're in front of everybody, and you've got you know three of you at a time, you know, yeah. playing a pretend game, and then they ask you about yourself, like tell us about yourself, and what would you do if you won big on Jeopardy, and basically just to prove that you can speak and not yep. you won't be mumbling your way through and <laughs> right. actually like keep a game moving. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, um, and the first time I did not get picked. And How then, long ago yeah. was that? Uh, that would have been like seven years ago, I think, seven okay. or eight, okay. something like that. Yep. And I uh, did the test again, and I was pretty sure that I had passed, but never got uh, invite for an audition. Uh, not not everybody who passes does get an invite, sure. just because there are too many people that do it. But uh, yeah, then last January, did the test again. I actually, I had forgotten until like the last day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they run it for three nights in a row for like different time zones. Right. And yeah. I had forgotten until the third night. I'm like, oh, you're right. All right. Pacific Coast one. I got to get that. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten. Honestly. And yeah, I did that and then got another audition, went down to New York again. And this time they liked me enough. So yeah, a month later, they gave me a phone call. Like, all right, you're coming to LA. You got four weeks. Like, wow. All right. I got <laughs> really? to get a ticket. I got to get a hotel room. <laughs> no flex on the dates, obviously. It's just this is what we're uh, doing. I've heard that there can be if you okay. have, you know, circumstances that warrant it, but. I didn't have any excuses, and I <laughs> right. Like, you tell I'll me know. to come. Yeah. I'm going to show up. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what, what does that mean? So, so they they fly they fly you down. 
No, no. You're you, responsible you for everything. You get accommodations, your own tickets, You get your own accommodations. Like they have a recommended hotel that okay. like, okay, we have a corporate discount rate at this hotel. And okay. if you stay there, then our shuttle bus will pick you up and take you to the studio. Okay. But hmm. um, yeah, I looked up the hotel on Google Maps. I'm like, all right, so it's like just a chain hotel surrounded by freeways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to LA. I'm not yeah. saying honestly. <laughs> yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, I got an Airbnb by the beach. It was fantastic. Nice. Not bad, <laughs> not bad. Uh, so how long... How long before the actual show or the recording or taping did you show up? Uh, I showed up, I think, two days. So, yeah. So, it, I showed up on the Sunday and it was taping on the Tuesday. It's, okay. It was early December in Ottawa. So, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Take a vacation. You, you got to get some kind of a buffer just in <laughs> yeah. case. And no, the sense. day after I flew out, there was a massive snowstorm. So, ah, well, it's, it, it, it was a good thing Smart. that I yeah, yeah. went early. Interesting. And... Before we actually get to the actual show, what kind of prep would you do for, or did you do after finding out you were going to be on the show, or uh, if any? Yeah, so I mean, the main thing was just you know, okay, play, make sure that I'm playing, you know, the usual trivia that I would do, and then it was the the biggest thing though was just going over old games of Jeopardy. So there's a website that just has every game that's huh. ever been played, you watch and tapes. so you can just go over, you know, basically it was read the clue. And by the time I'm done reading it, decide, you know, am I going to buzz in on this or not? You know, mm -hmm. just getting used to the speed where it's, I don't get to just sit back and, you know, right. ham and oh, holler. Yeah. All right, am I going to buzz in? Just, yeah, you know, yeah. basically just holding my fist and just, you know, pretending that I have a buzzer and sure. just getting used to, all right, you know, and then, you know, check it and like, all right, I should not have buzzed on that. Like, just getting used <laughs> right. to, the, you know, the idea of like, all right, how well do I know myself? And definitely, you know, yeah, the speed of it was the thing that, you know, concerned me the most. And okay. yeah, when yeah. I was there, it was like, wow, this is moving really fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> I so. I got to just stay ridiculously focused. So. Okay. I've heard so, timing is a big component of Jeopardy, like the actual buzzer timing. Like you, everyone's basically jamming the, the thing, most questions, and you kind of have yeah. to get lucky on it. Like, I was kind of terrible at it, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> like, in my first game, you're like, Basically, the like the top three r rows, yeah. all the easy ones, I didn't get a single one. Oh. It was just like, oh, wow. like, oh, this is killing me. <laughs> but I got lucky enough in like getting some daily doubles. So like, all right, right. So I was able to make up some ground there. But uh, yeah, yeah so, it was it was it's tricky because you have to read the question, decide if you know it, and then kind of focus on the last word or two. Yeah. Because as soon as you can't buzz in until Alex Trebek is done reading the question. Right. Uh, as soon as he finishes reading, there's somebody at the judge's table who presses a button that enables oh. the buzzers. If you do it beforehand, you get locked out. Is that so, right? Yeah. Huh. So wow. It's, it's like you really, you have to wait. But at the same time, I was told, all right, if you wait until you see the little lights that say that they're live, yeah. you're too late. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Frustrating. Yeah. So. so, okay. So when you showed up at the, the studio, I guess, like what... What what did you go through? What were the steps before you actually? So first, I got to hang out in a parking garage. Great, <laughs> sounds <laughs> that super was their, that fancy. Was their waiting area, so I was literally just standing around in a parking garage by myself with like a little suitcase with a <laughs> few changes of clothes, of course, some vending machines, and just waiting around for like fifteen minutes. I'm like, wait, I, I know I was on time. Like, what, why am I standing here by myself? <laughs> by yourself? <laughs> and then finally, I saw like a little mini bus kind of coming into the studio. I'm like, that's probably them the shuttle the, all the people that were is. from the hotel like, okay yep. i'm just gonna walk over and just assume it's them and like hi i'm grant like, yes we've been looking for you I'm like all right great i was standing exactly where i was told to stand <laughs> yeah. by the way but apparently not <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> okay and then for, where, where do they take you from there uh then you get to go into the studio you see what everything looks like yeah. and then it's going through paperwork going over the rules and you know just kind of getting all those things out of the way okay. and then you get to go up on stage and 
you play through two full games of Jeopardy and they're just kind of having people go in and out as you answer a few questions. Like, all right, you come out, somebody else goes in and, you know, just everybody who's there for that day because they do five shows in one day. So it's hmm. everybody, oh. all the contestants who are there making sure that everybody gets up, gets a chance, gets to use the buzzer, gets used to making sure that you're saying, you know, phrasing it in the form of a question and yeah. doing all that stuff so. as like a practice yeah okay oh, yeah gee. interesting so you do get a chance to practice so you know the returning champion isn't the only one who knows right. what you're doing so. yeah i guess that makes sense yeah okay so. and is, is there an audience when you're practicing uh not while you're practicing yeah. then afterwards then then there's a full studio audience which mm -hmm. seems to be mostly at least when i was there is mostly school groups yeah so it's like oh, it's like all right our field trip is going to be we're going to go watch jeopardy like, yeah wow we don't certainly don't have that in Ottawa. <laughs> no sure. did, did you find any uh did, did you feel any pressure from either you know the the live audience or just the fact that you know that like the cameras are recording you and it's being sent out all over the place uh, luckily that didn't seem to be a problem for mm -hmm. me, but like for the entire, my entire first game, my legs were shaking so badly yeah. just from being generally right. nervous yeah. that yeah. I just kept thinking about that and I just had to keep telling myself, stop thinking about your legs. You're like, you're fine. It doesn't matter. Pay <laughs> attention to this game you're playing because this is the only chance you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So at what point after the practice did you like, or what happens after the practice? Uh, so after the practice and head back into the green room, they uh, there's a makeup person that makes you know make sure that everybody is kind of ready to go. Yep. Um, you get to ask any questions you might have, and yeah, and then it's okay. Head back out. Then you know the audience comes in, and they literally draw names. They just they pull two names. All right, you and you, you're up. Really, it's time to play. <laughs> wow, so three people cool. just walk up onto the stage, and then, all right, it's time to go. And you know, Johnny Gilbert is there, and this is Jeopardy. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's starting. Wow, all right, amazing. Huh. Yeah, Alex Trebek just walks out from the back, and oh, actually, there was sorry, there was one other thing where they yep. Alex Trebek takes comes and stands beside everybody and gets a picture with them, and you know, you record oh. a, a short promo video, and yes, yeah, that's the yeah, I think that's. That's everything that happened. That's, that's yeah. very cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, when you started your first game, you said you're obviously nervous a bit. And I, I didn't actually, I haven't seen the episode, but did you, did you, did you fare well, like right away or, or, or the, how did that work for you? The first one, it was, well, I mean, for somebody watching, it was a really good game. I mean, it was back and forth. It was, you know, there weren't many missed questions and it was just, you know, yeah, it was just a lot of back and forth. You know, it's every, I think everybody had a chance being in the lead, and nice. it just kept swinging back and forth. And then I ended up, see. yeah, no, that was the one where I was watching. I'm like, I don't know how I ended up winning this because I know <laughs> yeah. I won, but I, I'm losing pretty badly. Here, right? <laughs> well, because you, yeah, you mentioned this was recorded. Sorry, it was taped when back in December. Back in December, December. and it aired in March. Yes. Yeah. So you said you watched it in March or something, and you, yeah, I you, had forgotten almost everything that happened. <laughs> I knew the end results. I remembered the final Jeopardy questions, and that was it. Yeah. That was literally the only things I remembered. I <laughs> I didn't remember the story, all the stories I had told. I remember the first huh. one, what? and that was about it. <laughs> I got them mixed up as to what days things happened, and I mean the whole taping was literally half a day for all four episodes but it was yeah i was watching and thinking i know i won this but i'm kind of starting <laughs> to doubt myself because i just don't see this happening <laughs> and yeah i just i got up you know i basically was able to do well enough to just take the lead right at the end sure. and then just held on to it when we all got final jeopardy right so yeah, yeah, yeah. i've always been curious 
so you have the podium that you kind of sit at and you, where you write your answers, but we never actually see it. What like what is there? Do you do you see the questions on the monitor or no? Like, the only you... place you see the questions is on the little screens with the dollar value. So you have so you like have they're that, tiny. Like, you know that six by five yeah. thing wow. of screens, and that's where you're looking to huh. see the the clues. And same thing for for Final Jeopardy. Um, wow. I think the maybe zoom in a bit for that one but uh, right. yeah and then just in front of you you have a little screen where you can write on you have like a light pen for writing but right. um yeah that's about it before huh. you know before they even you know start then they say whether it's a who or a what okay and so you write that part and then after that it's just whatever you see on the screen and then just write as fast as you can okay did you have anybody giving you tips uh well, I guess your your Jeopardy your 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 friend who or your teammate or whatever yeah probably helped you so out a little I, bit. So right? I had asked him a little bit, and yeah. then just reading online, like there were some online forums for people who are just you know fans of the show. Many sure. of them had been on the show, so just reading some of those <laughs> things, and you know, so that's where I was learning about you know some of the stuff about the buzzer, and you know, that makes sense. How you should try to do it. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> technique. Never really. It obviously oh, yeah, worked. No, yeah, people were amazingly good at it. I had never really managed that, but no, that's all right. I, yeah, it worked out all right. Yeah. yeah. So, so after Final Jeopardy, when you found out you won, what's going through your mind? Oh, I was just, I was ready to dance. Like I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I just won. But I also have somebody yelling at me like, all right, time to go. Come on, you got to, you got to get changed. So I mean, it's literally run off into the little closet of a change room that they have. Like yeah. it's literally a closet. Huh. It's about like three feet wide. And get changed and then run right back out because it's like five minutes that you have to get changed and get back and play the next game. That's that's all the time you have. And you have really? to wear a different outfit because it's a different day. It's a different day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So yesterday on Jeopardy, you'll yeah. remember this happened. Like that was yeah. that was that was, that was seven minutes, minutes ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So so now you come in defending champion. <laughs> what, yeah. what's going through your mind how did uh, it go well, then my, my legs were no longer shaking so it was Great. uh yeah huh. the second game was it was definitely much easier and yeah. i also just everything seemed to be going my way that time i okay. got there was a sports category which first which generally helps me anyways yep. and three of them were nhl questions oh you're quickly, laughing quickly followed up by Canada's easternmost province is <laughs> Newfoundland and this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so Perfect. Do I even yeah. need to try here? <laughs> Honestly. So, right? Yeah, that game just things were just going my way. So okay. yeah, that one was it was nice and easy. And yep. And then same thing, you go off. Oh, oh, actually, what was going through your mind after the second game? You were just after like, the second game, it are was you on top of the so world after now. The second game was lunch break, so that's oh, it's interesting. Like, okay, I actually have some time, right? Yeah. So it's all right. I get to, we get to go off. You know, go to the you know the Sony cafeteria, yep. and it was walking there. And I realized. I just want a lot of money. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. That part had not really sunk in at right, all to me. Yeah. I was just like, all right, this is great. I'm having fun playing Jeopardy. Then. Well, yeah. Wow, this is going really well. No, it's high oh stakes. <laughs> Did you call anybody in your break? No, they're you, they are very strict. Phones are completely off. Like not so. just on okay. silent, not wow. just you know, just completely really? dead. They will come by and check every one of them, just making sure, like, no. Okay. Like, so, I think taking the phones is just too much of a logistical headache yeah, for them. Yeah, it's totally. like, oh, which you know, turned off iPhone 5 is this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? So it's okay. like, all right, just you get to keep them, but it's completely off. So yeah, there's no no calling somebody. My wife was in the audience and when she first came in, she was waving and I waved back and I was told like, no, you cannot do that. There's no interaction between oh. contestants oh. and wow. I guess yes. like you can signal and do all kinds yeah, of Yeah. So they're yeah. they're very straight. Like if you're in the audience, it's like you cannot make any sounds. While you know mm. the clues are being read, if you make a sound 
even if you're not yelling out the answer, you cannot, you know, if they hear, if the judges are able to hear you and they're between the audience and the contestants, right. then they will have to throw out that huh. clue because they don't know if you're trying to help somebody oh. and you might be hurting them because right. you, know, yeah, they, yeah. You, know, you might be throwing out a question that they were just about to get. So it's, right. it's, it's kind like of a nightmare intense. for a school group. Yeah, that's it. There is an age limit. You have to, I think, like I couldn't even bring my own kids there. Oh, like okay. you had to be at least... 10 years old or maybe a little bit older. I can't remember, okay. but yeah. Right. Impulse control. They were very well behaved though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after lunch break, uh, after containing the excitement to yourself, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, third game, how did it go? Uh, that one was a little bit tougher. That one, yeah. I, I ended up in, at the end, I was in second place. So I was not feeling too good, but I saw the final category was international beverage brands. I'm like, all right, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you This is a beer question. I really hope it's a beer question. <laughs> yeah, you sure. Uh, Seems like it. Pops up, this beer brand. I'm like, yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not bad. And yeah, so it's like, this beer brand founded in 1897 has a logo that represents the 20th century. I like, started thinking about beers around England, Ireland. I'm like, I can't think of anything. I'm like, all right, let's just think about the name. Like, 20, 20, what could it be? Like, XX. Like, oh, oh interesting. Damn. And as soon as I thought of it, huh. like, that, it's got to be that guaranteed. Wow. And so I put it down. I'm like, okay, but wait, this doesn't necessarily help me. I have no idea if other <laughs> yeah. people are getting this or not. So right. then it was just, yeah, just nervously waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, did, it, did anybody else get it? Did anybody else get it? And then luckily the woman who was in first place did not get it. So I was like, all right, oh, yeah. wow. Beauty. <laughs> yeah. Wait, at what point do you wager? Uh, you do Jeffrey. the wager when you see the category. Right. So I knew that it was international beverage oh, brands. And so I wager based on that. Um, but I have no idea what the clue is. Oh, of course. Be, so that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. And they even so, give you like scrap paper and everything. So you can kind of do your math. But yeah. at the same time, it's my nerves were so shot. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm having a really hard time doing math. Oh, <laughs> Arithmetic okay. should not be this difficult. <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? No, that's okay. Huh. So, yeah, that's right. So you won three times. And what happened after the third game? Was it was that where it's another five-minute break? Or? Another, yeah, five-minute break. Oh, right Lord. back. This is an exhausting At that point, yeah, it's just you. like a marathon. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> At this point, you just want to go but home. Like, at the same time, you're so like, pumped up. Yeah. And, yeah, I, well, I wasn't feeling tired at all. I right, definitely sure. cannot blame it on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. No shadow matter. boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened in the fourth game? Uh, nothing good. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you should take a nap. <laughs> I, probably, I should have taken a nap. Uh, that probably would have been the best best uh, strategy. But uh, yeah, it was just, there were a bunch of questions that were just, they were not in my wheelhouse. Okay, and that's all right. Like literature and pop music and like, uh, yeah, this is not stuff that I know. Sure. And then like there was a tax attorney at the other end from Atlanta and turned out she knew everything there is to know about space. So like, all right, well, great. Uh, good for her. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm not getting any of those apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was a tough one. And yeah, I ended up, I ended up in third place, but okay, uh, sorry. I mean, even when, when final jeopardy came up, I'm like, it was like basically it was what book was written by the author William Goldman. I'm like, oh yeah, Lord of the Flies. I'm like, no, that's William Golding. Golding yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. I'm writing Lord of the Flies. I yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's okay. wrong, but I'm not gonna go with just blank. No, which is <laughs> yeah. fine. Okay. So yeah, that that's huge. Uh, and and I want to get to what happens afterwards, but for right now, let's jump to a segment. Keegan, what is classic yeah, Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is where we interrupt our guest awesome stuff. Stories with <laughs> stupid jokes that we wrote today. <laughs> More like giving him a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see what is going on uh, in the news today. Uh, a Wakefield woman is upset 
that she is facing an online backlash after she tweeted about boycotting Ivanka Trump products at the Hudson Bay Company. These personal insults directed towards me are a complete invasion of privacy, she tweeted out to 7 billion people. (laughs) 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 The Nepean Sports Dome deflated Monday night with several participants inside. Reports say that it was also receiving on the receiving end of hateful online comments. <laughs> deflated. Yeah. Uh, I got a, tw- a, a titter from producer Zach. <laughs> a marijuana legalization bill is set to be tabled in Parliament today. The bill could be come law within the year, as long as the Green Party doesn't roll it up and smoke it first. <laughs> Crazy Green Party. <laughs> And finally, the Canadian Museum of History has announced that they will be raising their admission prices over the next few years. Entry to the museum is scheduled to cost $18 in 2017, $22 in 2018, and a map of Atlantis in 2019. So prices are going up. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And that is the news today. <laughs> awesome. You, uh, we'll, we'll get back to the Jeopardy stuff, but let's talk a bit more about Ottawa. And uh, uh, have you been to the Museum of History? Or, or do you have a oh, favorite did museum? I say civilization? No, I don't you know what you said. Oh, good. Because I say civilization all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> but, well, now people I know that. You, more yeah. people will know where you're talking about yes. if you say civilization. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> for us. We're going through uh, yeah. a period of extreme change. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, that's a lot going on. <laughs> do, do you have a favorite museum in uh, in Ottawa? Uh, oh, you don't seem to care right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I actually I used to be a member of uh, Museum of History when it was when it was Civilization and uh, Nature, but uh, I don't know. I mean, they're all just so different, and I am really looking forward to uh, the Science Museum reopening. Yeah, so yeah. Tech, hopefully it'll be good. I haven't been there in years, so I'm hoping it'll sure. be really nice. They're they're about a year away, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So getting there. Are we, were, were you on the the side of kind of hoping for a completely new building somewhere else, or did, were you just you just want something? I, I mean, I want something. It would have been, you know, putting it on the Breton Flats would have been fantastic. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think yeah. it would have been a lot easier for more people to get to. They would have just, you know, more people would, be, would enjoy it. But totally, yeah. um, at the same time, I know that it does, it would cost far more money. And, no, and I don't know. It's where we are. Yeah. I, I get know. it. Interesting. <laughs> I hear there's going to be a lot of uh, interactive displays. Uh, that's something that they're really trying to leverage for this museum, which, which I think a lot of museums are going towards. Recently, Museum of Nature just got this giant, uh, donation from whoever and uh, and they're able to digitize a bunch of their stuff so i think i think they'll leverage a lot of that stuff given the limitation they have in space so we'll see it's yeah. kind of cool because hmm. i know like in toronto they have like ontario science center i think it's called and that yeah. place is yes. amazing yeah like, if they could do like half the stuff that they do i mean it's a massive place but sure yeah, yeah it's really cool <laughs> and and i would hope that they're looking at at places like that for yeah, inspiration. Yeah. Like, if you're restarting, honest, right? you might as well, you know, well, yeah, exactly. take the best that everybody else has and yeah, yeah. try and top it. You're literally <laughs> putting a new roof on it. So let's, uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you know, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So uh, any other, uh, you know, for, for anybody who visits Ottawa, do you have a couple, you know, spots where you know, that, that are must sees for them or even for uh, yourself? Yeah. I mean, must see, I mean, it depends on what they're, you know, what they're interested in. But I mean, for me, it's, if you're here and it, you have to go to Gatineau Park. I mean, Gatineau Park is just, it's an incredible place. Like It's just having it right beside the city. And it's something that, you know, growing up here, I never really thought about it much until I would go to other cities and like, oh, okay, you know, where do you guys go for, you know, if you want to get outdoors? Like, oh, well, if a couple hours away, you can go here. I'm like, right. really? Like, 
I bike from my house to Gatineau Park and I could just, I can go, you know, forever basically. Totally. Like, yeah. You know, uh, two years ago, you know, I biked up to camping at Lac Philippe. Like, Is that right? And, you know, it's just wow. going through these trails and, you know, you can just keep going and going, you know, I went past, I ended up passing some like plaque. I'm like, what is that? Okay, I'm just going to go check it out. And it turns out like there's some eccentric uh, millionaire like a hundred years ago built like an estate in the oh. middle of the woods. Oh. Uh-huh. Like with a laboratory and everything. And, what? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's super <laughs> random. I know. Did you look it up at all afterwards or is it? Yeah, I did. And yeah, this guy was, he was a little wacky. Yeah, wacky. He's nefarious but, uh, almost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> laboratory. Apparently he did have like legitimate inventions. He wasn't mm. just trying okay. to reanimate okay. the dead or yeah. anything. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty cool spot though. Just right near uh, Meach Lake. And yeah, it just one of those things that you just kind of stumble across. and mm. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, the trails just keep going. So it's yeah, you know, why sense. not? Yeah. So as as a longtime Ottawan, what are some of the most exciting changes you've seen over the years? Because like even uh, I've only been here for about ten years. Rob the same. And, yeah. And Keegan was born and raised here, but. But just out of curiosity, I'm, I'm always curious, you know, like I saw a lot of changes over the past, let's say, five years. Uh, but I'm I'm sure you've seen some some changes being somebody born and raised here. So what 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 are a few things that come to mind? You you mentioned restaurants earlier, but uh, are there any, you know, big things or? Uh, I mean, it's so many different things, you know, big and small, you know, like yeah. when I was a kid, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a, a hockey team. Now we have a hockey team. You know? Right. Good point. Yeah. You yeah. know, we, you know, we're going to have, you know, light rail coming, well, you know, east to west pretty soon. Um, totally. Then, you know, it's just, it's kind of, you know, small things that, you know, if you didn't grow up here, you probably wouldn't even know about. Like, you know, nowadays, Winterlude, the biggest thing is, you know, the ice sculptures. Yeah. And they're amazing. But when I was a kid, the ice sculptures were a tiny little sideshow. Right. There used to be these gigantic snow sculptures down at Dow's Lake that would have teams of like 20 people working on them, just like huh. community groups and just anybody could go and do it. And some of them were just absolutely hilarious. Some of them were ridiculously amateur, but you know, really? these things would cover, you know, a big part of Dow's Lake. And, well, you know, yeah. it's something that, you know, I, I'm not sure if they still have it, but it's just, you know, in, in terms of popularity and the number of things that get built, it's just, it's gone way down. It's just, it's one of those things where right. it just kind of evolved over time. It's not like yeah, anybody yeah. made a conscious decision. It's uh-huh. just, and it happens. And yeah, it's just, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's surprising sometimes, you know, the things that do change and, you know, the reasons why. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, some of it, you know, I, I like to just, to, you know, getting around the city just by bike. And so it's been nice seeing, you know, well, we have, you know, bike lanes and, you know, on Churchill, they have these cycle tracks and, yeah, yeah. and I was like, Hey, I can actually like take my kids to go swimming and they can bike on their own. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, it's because, you know, they're not just on the road being, you know, run off by, you know, a bunch of cars. So, sure, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. some things like that, it's like, yeah, that just didn't, didn't exist before. And now it does. And it's great. Yeah. No, I get that. Okay. Very cool. Uh, I, yeah, I'm always just fascinated by, I mean, even uh, I know I've said it in previous episodes, but you haven't heard it yet. So, <laughs> but the uh, one thing I, I was fascinated with is is just that Ottawa was very much a bunch of different cities, and and like a small yeah. thing like that just just blew my mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but even you know I had never heard of the snow, snow sculptures being a thing until just now, which right. is which is interesting. So it's yeah, it's just kind of neat. Um. With that, I, I want I I'm realizing now that we have uh, we had questions from the internet, Keegan. Yeah, we asked people. Uh, it sounds like we asked people if they have questions for our guests, and uh, almost unanimously they do not. Most <laughs> yep. weeks, but this week we have a bunch of questions. We're really excited about yeah. it. Um, Joseph on Facebook says, 
What's it like to be the cousin of Shauna McSheffrey? <laughs> Can you speak on that? Are, yeah. Uh, are you actually the cousin or is he just saying it? No, no. I really, okay, I, that's no, good. I, I do All have right. a cousin named Shauna. She's a, she's a drama teacher out in Canada. And no, okay. Shauna's fantastic. She, uh, yeah, she's the performer of our family. So okay. she is a ridiculously amazing singer. And so she performs, you know, she's done musicals like at uh, Centerpoint Theater. She's done a bunch of shows. And yeah, she's a drama teacher now. So tends to do a bunch of plays, you know, with her school and also with the board. And yeah, no, she's fantastic. She does. She used to do improv comedy and you now I'd show up sometimes for that. And yeah, it was fun. Very That's cool. great. Cool. Well, there you go, Joseph. <laughs> that your oh. Yeah. Uh, Anna on Facebook, uh, she says, he was the fifth mayor of Ottawa from 1864 to 1866. I think it's supposed to be phrased like a Jeopardy. Yeah, movie. I think so. I think it sounds like it is. You, you got to be kidding me. Is, is, <laughs> no is, there, is that, that a Grant McSheffrey? Uh, Have you ever Googled your Charlotte name? Charlotte Witten is about as far back as I go for mayors of Ottawa, so I don't know. Actually, yeah, I, I have no idea that... That, that's honestly, if we do end up playing the game that Keegan has prepared, that's very similar to the kind of question w- I think we would face. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But I don't know. I'm guessing it's whoever this mayor is probably has something named for them at, in somewhere in Ottawa. Right. So that would probably yeah. be the only way I would know the name. But Mr. Bytown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it? Oh, no, we had one more uh, from uh, producer underscore Zach. Asked us a question. Oh I forget what it was. Do you have it? I don't have. I, I don't remember that question. I'll try to think of it. We did have one other question from Facebook, though, from uh, Tavis, a former guest of ours. He wanted yeah. to know what Alex Trebek smells like. Oh yes. And if you even get close I, enough, I guess yeah, he took well, a picture. I, so he, he had did, to get uh, close enough for the uh, for the picture that I got with him. So mm-hmm. um, I guess I I must have smelled him at some point. I I might not have been able to really notice it above my own fear, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, the, okay. Mostly, it was the smell of my own fear was what I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he uh, does. Uh, he does keep up on Ottawa news, though. He was asking me about the Red Blacks being in the in the Great uh, Cup, so cool. he, he couldn't quite nail the name, but I really can't blame him. No, that. yeah, it keeps changing. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, that that's all the questions that we have. All the acceptable I, questions. Yeah, I'm reading yeah. here that the fifth mayor of Ottawa from 1864 to 1866 was Moss Kent Dickinson. Uh, that's probably what Anna's referring to. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe Kent Street. That's, I don't know. Ah, uh, maybe. I have no uh, idea. Okay, fantastic. Right. Well, yeah, I well thank you for the questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm never getting that. <laughs> a- any relation there? No, <laughs> it's not even a name. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, Keegan, you have a game, eh? I do. Well, yes. you know, let, let's play the game. Yeah. So we have a Jeopardy champion on the podcast. So I thought we'd play some. Uh, a quick game I call it, uh, Jeopardy Trivia. So this oh. is avoiding copyrights. You changed the name a little bit, added the word trivia. So it's not Jeopardy. Yes. Yes. No, it's not Jeopardy exclamation mark. It's Jeopardy <laughs> Trivia colon. Oh, <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> uh, so how it works is we'll have uh, Grant, you're going to be playing for Team Guest uh, versus Team Ottawa, these guys here. And I'll just ask you some questions. Uh, some Jeopardy themed questions. The the format's a little different than Jeopardy itself. Like yes. this is almost no relation to Jeopardy. Almost there's no questions. relation. <laughs> yeah, from a legal standpoint. Yes. Uh, team guest, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. First, they always choose. First. I I always assume team guest yeah. would choose second. If I was on team guest, they always choose first. They're very Start very gung ho. Yeah. yeah, I like okay. it. Okay, team guest, your question. Um. <laughs> This former U Ottawa alumna alumni oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> hosts a popular television <laughs> game show. 
I, I think that alumnus might be Alex Trebek. Alumnus and Alex Trebek. Get a point for the right answer and a and point a correction. for correcting my... I couldn't help myself. My, yeah. No, good call. Two points for team guest. Okay. Uh, uh. Team Ottawa. Uh, this man is the stage manager for the television show Jeopardy. That would have been a, a more apropos question hmm. for our guest don't mm-hmm. you think yeah I'm very probably. happy I mean, first <laughs> yeah it's just random it's random oh great uh well it's i think it's uh moss kent dickinson no oh, sorry <laughs> it's john lauderdale of course yeah of course. he was my second the great john lauderdale uh, <laughs> okay team guest for uh another point uh this is not the correct way to spell jeopardy <laughs> Come on, JPRD. That is correct. That is, yes, that is an incorrect spelling of the game Jeopardy, which I had a lot of trouble spelling today when I was writing this. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, that fits. That fits with the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll give you guys a bit of a freebie. Who? Uh, this. Sorry, <laughs> question. This person is one of the two senior contestant coordinators so there's two you can do either one you wow can do either one of them oh he's really throwing us a bone yeah <laughs> well uh obviously i imagine john lauderdale probably does some of it so lauderdale do you think he counts sure yes no he's not <laughs> you forgot maggie come on oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was glenn kagan is what i was looking for okay oh. and the other one uh the other one here it does not say maggie it says really? karina nusu you see any of those people yeah, okay. I would have thought Maggie would be the senior, but okay. Glenn oh. would have been the other one I would have guessed. Oh, so. I see. Okay. Half point for, wow. for nice. knowing the right, yeah. the right <laughs> names. Um, uh, your last question, team guest, is what is... <laughs> this <laughs> is... This is uh, Jeopardy's tagline. Tagline? Yeah. Oh, like, under the logo, uh, it's like, the huh. logo. It's like Jeopardy, and then this is one of the ones I wouldn't even know. Yeah, I'm thinking like, does it even? I'm thinking America's favorite game show, but I think that might be Wheel of Fortune instead. <laughs> I'm gonna go America's favorite favorite game show. That is almost correct. It's America's favorite quiz show. Uh, Half point okay. for the closest to uh, being right of anyone here I, so far. I really thought it was gonna be a trick question. Yeah. There was not gonna be a tagline. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Only uh, if it was us. Team yeah, yeah. Ottawa, do you even want to... You want to yeah, 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 yeah. One, one more time. <laughs> okay, fine. Give me... Here, let's make it really easy for these guys. Give me the first... Actually, no. The first, middle, or last name of Jeopardy's technical director. It's usually a guy <laughs> named Jim, right? Yeah. They say, he, like, he roll it, Jim. He has three names. Oh. You can just give me any one of those names. One of the names is Jim. Jim, for yeah. Sure. It's incorrect. It's Lucinda Owens Ireland. Uh, um, yeah, but she goes. She by goes by Jimmy. Don't know. We have uh, what is the game called? Jeopardy trivia. Jeopardy trivia champion. You can add that to your uh, your list of accolades now. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I was dreaming of this day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. That's how we uh, play the game. Did you have to change your team name, by the way, for trivia? We changed it from "I Lost in Jeopardy" to "We Lost on Jeopardy." Okay, okay. cuz you did right. technically did lose. lose. I, I, I yeah. guess it counts. Everybody who goes on Jeopardy loses. Yeah, even At Ken Jennings. Yeah. Even lost. Ken Jennings. Well, Watson and didn't lose, did he? Uh 
Is he retired? I don't know. Yeah. That's very Watson poetic. Was cheating. Watson was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Using the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the crazy thing though is that like even Ken Jennings, you know, yeah. he eventually lost. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. That game that he lost, that could have been his first game. Yeah. Nobody would it have very, ever yeah. heard of who he was. Yeah. Totally. Nobody would have had a clue. Yeah. yeah. What a difference. Like, yeah. There's a surprising amount of luck that goes into Jeopardy. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So after you finish your, your fourth uh, game, like, did you have any ideas what you would do with the winnings? Did you have anything in mind? Did you just sort of enjoy your time in, in L.A.? Like, what, what, what happened after your fourth? Uh, after the game? fourth, then I got to go out and just see my wife and my friend. And it was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that and happened. Yeah, I went out and, yeah, we just we had a nice supper. And, um, yeah, and then it was the next day my wife had to head back. So I was just by myself and just biking around L.A. and Got to find out how ridiculously rich people in LA are. Like, it was just, it was nuts. Like, I biked up into the hills, uh, up to like a park to get like a view of everything. And yeah, yeah. I just kept passing one mansion after another. Like, there was one place I was going by. Oh, that's, that place is pretty nice. Bike a little bit more, look over. Oh, that place looks just like the other one. Oh, that's one house. Oh, oh God. Lord. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then, okay, yeah, you get up to the top and then you can just see like all the way from downtown out to the ocean and, you know, it's just city, just as far as you can see, just city, wow. just for dozens of miles and miles. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool though. It was fun. Not bad. How, how long afterwards did you stay? Uh, just one day. So I basically oh, it was right? it was like I only had I had three days of vacation left for the year. Oh. So and <laughs> like all right, well I need to be there for at least three days because I you know I <laughs> well, had to honestly. be there on the Wednesday just in case I sure. was winning and hmm. you know got to continue going. So yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, yeah, I just ended up leaving that night and okay yeah, it was good I, I enjoyed some some dos equis that day and nice. oh yeah <laughs> celebration exactly. one year something right Absolutely. yeah that makes sense <laughs> and you know you don't have to tell us but but what uh what did you do with the winnings or at least part of the winnings did you celebrate did you treat yourself did you do uh, well, i haven't actually received any winnings yet so okay um, okay yep yeah that limits my ability to yeah enjoy of course <laughs> yeah good good call um so yeah they say like it, it can be up to 40 day or four months sorry after the show airs okay, okay. When 40 I, months Nope. Four months. Oh, four months. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. For some reason, I was about to say 40 days. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, that's not right. Four, four months. <laughs> that's all right. Okay. Um, yeah. And then Jeopardy at some point, scam. I'll get it. And I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> at some point, go for a nice ski vacation in Europe. I've nice. never, oh, I've never what? skied out there. And I, hey. Yeah, that would be amazing. Very so. cool. Is this one of those, uh, like, I, I know I hear American lottery winners, they lose like half to taxes. Is that the same thing with Jeopardy winnings? Yeah, it is, yeah? unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's American dollars, which is right. Nice, yeah. <laughs> but it's yep. American tax laws, which are not. So right. Nice, so, <laughs> right. Yeah. Works out the same. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with that, we've, we're, we've run up on time. Uh, is there anything else you want to chat about? Something about you, something you, you like about the city, just anything at all? I'm curious your thoughts. You had mentioned urban planning on here. I'm curious yeah, what, what your true. thoughts were on, uh, I guess it's about Ottawa or just urban planning in uh, general? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, urban planning just sort of yeah. in general, you know, it's, I'm interested in just, you know, how, what makes a city work and how things come together. And yeah, so it's, it was something that I don't even remember exactly how I ended up kind of stumbling into it, but then just kind of the more I was learning about it, I'm like, oh, this is actually really interesting. And just, you know, seeing what makes a city work. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then it just, it's kind of frustrating at times just when, you know, as, changes get made to the city and you know the the lack of i guess uh facts and evidence that go into uh, decision making <laughs> yeah. and you know it's you know it's one of those things where it's everybody everybody has a stake in it because it's like this is my city this is my neighborhood and so everybody has their gut feel on you know how things should be and what would make things better but 
then with, you know, with so many people having these opinions and it being so local and close to people, then, you know, evidence and facts kind of get pushed to the side. So like, you know, the province has decided, all right, well, we're going to, you know, make the Queensway wider because, you right. know, there's too much traffic. So we're going to make the Queensway wider. It's like, well, every single study, every single one <laughs> yeah. has ever been done is like, that does not help at all. Right. right. It just adds you make more it cars. Wider, you get yeah. more cars. That's just yeah. like, I remember seeing something insane in Houston. They had an eight lane highway. Like, okay, this thing is just, it's jammed. All right. We're going to, we're going to widen it. We're going to take care of it properly. We're going to double it. We're going to 16 lanes. Uh, we are going to see Like, we're going to solve this problem for like a long time. So we don't hmm. have to go back and just gradually expand. Within a year, the amount of congestion was worse than it was before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is insane. That is insane. <laughs> like, how much more evidence do you need? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say. But it's, you know, it's it's hard because like, all right, well, I'm sitting on the Queensway every day. I'm trying to get to work and it's, there's just, there's not enough space for all these cars. Sure. So it's really I want it to be bigger. Right. Mm. And, you know, like, well, you have enough people yelling at you and you're a politician. You're going to yeah, say, well, that's true. this is what people want. And let people Yeah, happy. that's what we're going to do. Sure. Mm. Is yeah. there an aspect of, of uh, a successful city that you see Ottawa lacking right now from an urban planning point of view? Uh, I mean, I think that Ottawa is, you know, definitely making strides and, you know, mm -hmm. definitely improving, uh, you know, things like, you know, adding, you know, things like the you know protected bike lanes through downtown right. so it's yeah. yeah people can go through downtown if they want to on bikes and you know they're not necessarily piling into more buses or into their cars mm -hmm. um, you know it's one of those things where a lot of people they they are not going to bike if they're going to be on the road yeah for sure especially not you know downtown where it's super busy yeah you know you can't get around otherwise you know and you know a bike is fast enough and small enough that you know it can fit into these you know dense areas right um, other than that, you know, the city is becoming, you know, it's becoming more dense, which is something that, you know, you kind of end up having to do. Um, but then, you know, you always, you end up with these massively wide roads where it's, you know, things, you know, you end up having to be far apart. And once you have that wide road, then you end up with, you know, fast moving cars and that becomes a barrier. So, you know, it's like, well, I'm on, I'm here and I want to get to the other side of Green Bank. Like, well, I'm not going to do anything but get in my car and drive there because, I don't want to cross Green Bank right. on, right, on sure. foot or on yeah. bike or anyway. Like I just want to take my kids over there, but no, everybody get into the car and we're gonna yeah. go. Mm -hmm. And well, you end up with these things where it's you know, people are trying to do the right thing, but it's you know, you have to think about how that affects, you know, yeah. you know, this I guess the second order effects, you know, like how does that change people's decision making? You know, it's all right, so it makes it easier for somebody to get around by car, but then does it force people to do that as well? It, hmm. Hmm. Does urban planning uh planning part in your in your profession today no not it's, even a little it's, bit it's, um, it's, it's like a, a, a hobby it's, it's an interest it's a so do you do anything in your spare time to you know i, I know sometimes there's consultations or otherwise do you ever participate in that stuff yeah so like i'm a member of my uh, local community association and yeah so the, that tends to be the area that i tend to try to help out with so just you know when there are new developments that are happening or changes that are happening, just kind of reading up on it, like, all right, what exactly is planned? Yep. How do we feel about this? You know, recently in our area, they were talking about having paid parking along Richmond and Wellington. Yeah, you I know, heard about that. Yeah. They looked like, well, it's it's very busy. It's there are you know, it's busy to the point where people just end up circling the block right. for a while looking for you know a place to park their car. Sure. And you know, like, well, people circling the block well that just ends up being you know more cars just everywhere exactly. yeah, yeah. and like all right well the businesses are, are complaining because yeah. you know there's nowhere for their customers to park 
So the city looked at it like, yeah, no, absolutely. We agree. This is ridiculously busy yep. and we should do something about that. There's only one way to do that, which is to charge for parking. If it's free, right. then everybody's yeah. just going to keep filing in and using it because, well, course. why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's like, all right, well, we don't want to pay. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. And it was, I mean, it wasn't 100%. So like our community association said, no, we're actually fine with that. And the Westboro Business Association said, yeah, no, we're okay with paid parking. Sure. We think it makes sense. But sure. some of the other communities and some of the other business groups didn't agree. So it doesn't happen. Right. So it's unless everybody agrees and it just doesn't happen. Well, that's well it. it might not be the best way of making decisions. No, I know it doesn't help either. So, so if somebody wants to get involved in, in, in their community, you know, are, are there certain things that I know here I get some things in the mail, obviously, but, but there are some things that, you know, maybe I'm interested in, but, but I, I wouldn't know if they're happening or if there's consultations. So, so what's your source? Uh, so for me, it's mostly two things. So the community association itself, just, you know, different people in the association, just kind of keeping their ears to the ground, hearing about things that are happening. Yep. And oftentimes we'll also be approached, told like, all right, by the way, we're planning on doing something. Sure. We think you should be involved and, you know, we want to get your feedback. And then, you know, you're most likely your city councilor yep. is already is very willing and wants to, you know, let everybody know what's happening in your area. So, yeah. you know, they, at least for, for me is I usually follow on Twitter, yep. but then you can, you know, there's newsletters and other things, you know, if you go to the councilor website, I'm sure that they would have some way of keeping you informed if you want to know. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, with that, that's the, uh, that's all the time we have. Uh, is there anything you wanted to promote at all? Is there anything, uh, no, I'm no? just here to have fun. Just here. Cool. Well, and drink we, your beer. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Keegan, where can the listeners find us? We are at ottawatpodcast.com. And we are on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram even. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just follow us or ask us questions. Send suggest hosts. Yes. Or not hosts. Yes. Yeah, suggest replacements for Keegan. Replacements, suggest yeah. guests. Yeah. <laughs> and send us, uh, yeah, your complaints. Yeah. Okay, great. And we'll read them. Rob, uh, anything you want to add? Absolutely. We moved to a brand new website yes, we did. this week. Yeah. Well, at the end of last week. I'm, I'm counting it. All right. So uh, <laughs> I, I really like it. No, it looks great. And uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that now that I've moved that, that off my plate, that we can now get back to posting stuff more than just every two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the goal now. So okay. looking Good forward stuff. to it. So if you if you are interested in in hearing stuff about Ottawa, let us know. I would prefer Twitter at Ottawa Podcast, but your method of choice would be fine. We have a feedback form uh, mm. on the on the website there. Is yep. email snail mail now? Nope. Snail mail? <laughs> no, it's like exactly. worm mail. It's it's still quite vast. It's, it's not fast, but That's it's not the point. Good. Bob doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll 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 talk about. I'm that. I'm the offline. arbiter of all communications. This is this is insane. <laughs> well, Grant, Jeopardy champion, it was great having you on this show. Thank you for sharing your stories, and uh, you can finish off the episode with saying Ottawa. Ottawa.